Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So I'm sitting here, what is it, Monday night, and I'm feeling really how you guys feel, hopefully, after listening to each episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. I'm feeling motivated and feeling encouraged. I'm feeling inspired. And really, it's 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 all because of my son this time. Um, to give you guys some background information, it's been, we've been going through a heat wave, right? Apparently, we're in this weather pattern called La Nina, which uh, I have a student that I work with who's a, a meteorology major. Um, so she says that means extreme weather. So makes sense why we had extreme cold this winter and we're seeing extreme hotness this summer. We didn't really have a spring, but it's July 2nd right now. It's been about 98 degrees all day. And it's just been one of those stay in the house, try not to get stuck to the couch type of day. So, um, my kid, if, if you guys have been following the podcast or following me um, anywhere, you know he's a big energy ball. So I decided to take him out to the park um, this uh, this evening about 7.30 and, and uh, burn him out as every good parent attempts to do. So we took him out on his bike, right? And this is a familiar park where he kind of has his route. He has his little, his comfort zone. And, you know, today I decided, hey, let's, uh, you, you, you want to go for an adventure? Right. Try to break him out of that comfort zone. And what you're going to notice with this story is that this is the same kind of dilemma or the, the, the same. These are the same obstacles, the same um, hardships that anybody trying to be an entrepreneur is going to face as well. So while I'm telling you this story, I'll try to go back and forth with this uh, analogy. But. What I want to do is I want to break him out of his comfort zone, right? He's used to doing this loop. He goes down the hill. He rides off for a little bit. He does a U-turn, does a figure eight, comes back and hits the loop again. I said, let's do something different. Let's go on an adventure. Let's break you out of this comfort bubble and try something different. And I told him that there's a you're going to see something pretty cool, right? And, and there were some good views, right? There's this little kind of mini forest. There's this nice downhill section. So I said, hey, son, if you if you follow this route, right, you do something different, you take a chance, right? It's going to be worth it at the end. But we got to get there first. And when you see this with so-called entrepreneurs, and, and, and first and foremost, most, most of these so-called entrepreneurs are really entrepreneurs, right? They, they, they love the label. They love the attention. They like putting their name on something. Yeah, I'm building my own business. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Where in reality, they're not doing any of that. Yes, they may have the idea. Yes, they, they may talk a big game, but they never actually back it up. They never actually follow through 
with the action, right? They they start off, uh, well, many of them never leave that comfort zone, but some of them start off getting out that comfort zone, but they get halfway through and they stop, they turn around. And as we were on the bike, we got about halfway through and we were going uphill. My kids started to get a little bit tired and he started saying, let's turn around. I want to go back. And I said, no. I said, no, we got we to gotta see the cool stuff I promised you earlier. He's like, yeah, but I want to go back. It's hard. I said, I promise you, right, if you, if you continue to pedal, right, just pedal with all your might. We're almost at the top of the hill. I promise if you get to the top of this hill, it's going to be amazing on the way down. And this is the point where many, many, again, entrepreneurs get stuck, right? We see it all the time on social media. And social media is a horrible place because everyone is just giving you the, the, the best impression of themselves, right? I think of social media as, you know, it's your ability to create the perfect vision of yourself, or not even the perfect vision of yourself, the, the perfect vision in which you want other people to see you as. And that's what your social media avatar is. So whenever you scroll through, do like a hashtag search on social media, it's just ridiculous of all the, the great lifestyle stuff. And this is what sucks people into that dream of, of, of finding success, being an entrepreneur, working from home, financial freedom, right? Freedom of time, if you're anyone like me. It sucks you into that. But then when it's time to actually get down and do it, they're not willing to put the work in, right? When someone tells them, hey, let's try a different route. Let's go on an adventure. They're all for it. And then when they, when they see the hill, many of them duck out right there because they're too lazy. They're not willing to put in the work. A big percentage of those that are, that actually start up that hill, they stop halfway through. They realize that the hill is maybe longer than they expected, harder than they expected, right? The journey to becoming an entrepreneur doesn't happen in, in six days, doesn't happen in six months. For some people, it doesn't happen in six years, right? It is a long, gradual climb that's going to suck a lot of energy and a lot of life out of you, especially at the beginning stages of, of building a business. You have to put a massive amount of work in. And only a few people, only a handful of people are actually built to do that. And that's why you see so many businesses fail. That's why you see so many people where, you know, you talked to them a year ago and they were talking all this jazz about doing this and doing that. And you say, hey, how's that company going? And they're on to something new. They're on to something new that they think is going to be easier only to be faced with the exact same path as they were before. And they end up in this vicious cycle of getting started, getting halfway there, going back down the hill, starting over, getting started, getting halfway there, going back down the hill, starting over. So I encouraged my kid when he got halfway up and started getting tired. I said, we're almost there. We're almost there. And I gave him a little push to get him started. And the push is important because another thing that many of these entrepreneurs think is that they have to do it themselves. Right. It's a it's a pride. It's an ego thing. Again, it's not about the the end game. Right. You know, I, and, I, and I, I hate saying this. I am an entrepreneur. You've probably never heard me brag about it or boast about it. I don't think I have it on my my social media or anything like that. Um, but because it's, it's not an ego for me, I, I don't I don't really care that people think I'm an entrepreneur. Now, at one point, did I? Sure. At one point when I first got started, I, I, I did take a lot of pride in, hey, guys, I'm running my own business. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. But once you get into it, what what's most important is just being successful. I don't really care as much about people knowing that I'm an entrepreneur, uh, more so as I care about actually being successful in my business and, and, and not blowing it. 
So I think many people start just for the the label and they don't realize that we all need help. Or maybe maybe we don't all need help. No, I think I think we do all need help. I was going to say so maybe we don't need help, but it's easier if we do get help. But at some point we all need that little push. And that little push can come in different forms. Maybe it's a, a loan from your parents. Hey, son, we trust you. We're going to take a, a flyer on you. Here's, you know, $20,000 to help get started as an initial investment in your business. Maybe it's a, a mentorship, right? Maybe it's finding someone that has, has done it before you and, and they're helping you along the path. That's how I got started. I found someone that did exactly what I was looking to do. And I literally stalked him for a while until he became my mentor. And then I just, I just, I sucked as much information out of him as I can. He gave me advice whenever he could. And I used that as a push to work my way through many of the, many of the obstacles that I was going to face. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I would have faced them anyway, but at least I knew what to expect. I was warned so I can prepare for him. And even when I did maybe ignore some of those warnings, right, the second time through, I was able to, to get past them. But it's okay to have that push up the hill as, as long as we start pedaling after that push, as long as we don't rely on that push. There's a big difference between, right, allowing someone to coach you and allowing someone to carry you. And we see this with my trading business, right? I, I'm a trading coach and... We get a lot of uh, we get a, a handful of questions each day from traders that are interested or, or claim that they're interested, and a lot of them ask or maybe they assume that I'm going to give them signals, I'm going to give them a, a secret formula to success, that I'm going to do the work for them. I'm going to I'm going to give them all of my back testing results. I'm going to tell them exactly what strategy to trade and when to trade it and how to trade it and, and all that fun stuff. And, and that's not my style. That doesn't help you. That allows you to rely on someone else. And when I'm gone, then what are you going to do? My coaching style has always been give you a push. I'm going to tell you what to expect. I'm going to tell you and show you how to get there. I'm going to help you out. I'm going to give you a little push. But it's up to you to keep those, those pedals moving. It's up to you to finish off that hill. And that's what my, my, my guy did today. He got up the hill. And as promised, he had an amazing view, took some nice pictures up there, and he had this awesome downhill, and he just let loose on that downhill. And I remember on the last part of the hill, when he was whining and moaning and didn't want to do it, wanted to turn around, and I said, if you want the reward, you got to work for it. That's the only way it's worth it. If it's given to you, it's not worth it. If you want the reward, you have to work for it. Now, I don't know if he knows what that means yet, but I said it to him and I'm like, that's a good, that's a good father moment. But he got up to the top, rode his way down as fast as he can go, screaming and yelling got to the bottom and, and, and started talking about how fun it was, how good he did. And that's the payoff. And guess what happened as he reached the, the bottom of that hill? Right? Took us probably about 20 minutes to get to the top of that hill. 
probably took him about 30 seconds to get to the bottom. But once he get to the bottom, the feeling that he had, the feeling of accomplishment, the feeling of relief, the, the feeling of just having fun overshadowed all of the pain and discomfort of climbing up that hill. Forgot all about it. None of that journey mattered anymore. All that mattered was the results. And that's why we push on every day, guys. The journey is tough. The journey is long. But the journey is always worth it. Hey, Kill here real quick before I leave. Just want to say thank you once again for listening to the podcast and thank you for sharing it. I was trying to find the actual message on my phone, but I got a, a very good message on Instagram this weekend from a guy that says, you know, he found the podcast because someone shared it with him on social media and he, he kind of spent the weekend binge watching and it totally changed his outlook on trading. He was under the impression that trading was this get rich quick scheme where he can easily invest a, a low sum of money and and before he knew it make uh you know make millions and ride around in fancy cars and have gold watches and all the stuff that he had seen these other clowns promote out there and he just stopped by to say hey kill just want to say thank you you've changed my mindset i love trading now i see what it takes to be successful and i'm excited to be on my way so that's because of you guys um again whenever you share it 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 does reach someone that you may not even know and you could potentially save a trader's life so please keep it up also, um, if you guys haven't seen it on social media, my uh, my trading partner, Jason Greystone, started promoting um, our Royal Ball um, Tier 1 trading. We're having one on December 8th in the Alexander House Hotel and Spa in West Sussex over in the UK um, this uh, the end of this year, this winter. So um, if you're interested in it, just uh, shoot me a note. I'll get you the link if you haven't seen it already. But we're trying to gauge the interest. Uh, that way we know how much uh, or how many we can cap it off at. Um, and uh, hopefully we'll see some of you guys there. Uh, so until next time, play and trade, trade your plan. Thank you once again for supporting the show, and please keep it up.